Hello, today's devotion is based on 1 Samuel chapter 24, verses 1 to 22. After Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was told, David is in the desert of Engedi. So Saul took 3,000 able young men from all Israel and set out to look for David and his men near the creeks of the wild goats. He came to the sheep pens along the way. A cave was there, and Saul went in to relieve himself. David and his men were far back in the cave. The men said, This is the day the Lord spoke of when he said to you, I will give your enemy into your hands for you to deal with as you should wish. As you wish. Then David crept up unnoticed and cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Afterward, David was conscience-stricken for having cut off a corner of his robe. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, or lay my hand on him, for he is the anointed of the Lord. With these words, David sharply rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. And Saul left the cave and went his way. Then David went out of the cave and called out to Saul, My lord the king, when Saul looked behind him, David bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. He said to Saul, Why do you listen when men say, David is bent on harming you? This day you have seen with your own eyes how the Lord delivered you into my hands in the cave. Some urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said I will not lay my hand on, the, on my Lord, because he is the Lord's anointed. See, my father took a piece of your robe in my hand. I cut off the corner of your robe, but did not kill you. See that there is nothing in my hand to read it, indicate that I am guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion. I have not wronged you, but you are hunting me down to take my life. May the Lord judge between you and me, and may the Lord avenge the wrongs you have done to me. But my hand will not touch you. As the old, sayer, old saying goes, from evildoers come evil deeds, so my hand will not touch you. Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Who are you pursuing? A dead dog? A flea? May the Lord be your judge and decide between us. May he consider my cause and uphold it. May he vindicate me by delivering me from your hand. When David finished saying this, Saul asked, Is that your voice, David, my son? And he wept aloud. You are more righteous than I, he said. You have treated me well, but I have treated you badly. You have just now told me about the good you did to me. The Lord delivered me into your hands, but you did not kill me. When a man finds his enemy, does he let his let, does he let him get away unharmed? May the Lord reward you well for the way you treated me today. I know that you will surely be king, and the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hands. Now swear to me by the Lord that you will not kill off my descendants or wipe out my name from my father's family. So David gave his oath to Saul. Then Saul returned home, but David and his men went up to the stronghold. Hence the Bible reading. Overcoming Evil with Good do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans chapter 12, verse 21. Long before the Apostle Paul wrote these words to the church in Rome, David was being guided by this extraordinary principle, a divine trait that defied human nature. 
Saul, the first king of Israel, started out his reign in an impressive manner. His downfall, however, was quick and tragic. Saul appeared like an uncomfortable madman, bent on killing David, the new king God had already chosen to replace him. In chapter 24, an unbelievable drama unfolded when Saul set out with 3,000 chosen men to look for David and his men near the crags of the wild goats. Incidentally, Saul entered the very cave where David was in hiding to relieve himself. David's men could hardly contain their excitement as David crept up and cut off a corner of Saul's robe without the latter's knowledge. The time was just perfect for David to show what a powerless and pathetic case Saul had become. Yet David desisted from doing more than what he had. As Saul and his army moved away, oblivious to what had taken place inside the dark cave, David also emerged and called out to Saul. How stunned Saul and his 3,000 men must have felt as David dangled the piece of cloth he had cut off from Saul's robe. David went on to relate just how unnecessarily the king was pursuing him who meant no harm. How must King Saul have felt as he realized David had no ill intentions and in fact had mercifully spared his life and pointed him back to God's ways? No wonder he wept aloud. Dear God, in moments when I desperately yearn to take matters into my own hand, help me to think of you and your higher ways. Amen.